is up, everyone? Welcome back. Welcome to the second episode of the New Japan Takeover. I am your host, Miss Y2 Garcia, and joined with me is my good friend from all the way from Ireland, my Irish potato, the only Jay White fan I will ever tolerate in my life. Please welcome my friend Daniel. What's up, Daniel? How's it going? I will forever be known as your potato. Yes, that is right. Oh, I should have also <laughs> called you like the guy who sounds like Finn Balor because. Come on, so come on, someone like comment down below. Like he just he sounds like Finn Balor. Like it can't be just me and a couple others who think so, right? I it can't be. Just I don't I don't, I don't hear it, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> Myself and even like, you know, Jay Lee hears it and stuff, but it's okay. We'll let we'll let other people have their opinion on that. But we're just gonna do a quick little QA, all things new Japan, of course. Because um, I don't know when exactly my next like recap is gonna be. I'm thinking maybe the New Japan Cup, but it really depends because I'm still in school. And then Matt's birthday's coming up. You know, you all you already know what I'm doing with that. So I'm pretty pretty booked. But I still wanted to get another episode out because it's gonna be almost a month since I filmed my first one. So I I just feel like I need to get at least something out at least once a month, even if it means just doing a little Q and A. So, and I'm yeah. glad I was able to do it with someone this time because, geez, doing shit solo is not that easy. So, I'll without, gonna... without spoiling anything, how's uh, the thing going for Ma? So I need to develop the pictures. Like, that's all I'll say. I need to, I'm going to actually, well, I'll do it right after we're done recording. I'll say, I need to send out um, asking for pictures because, so I don't think everyone saw it or everyone, because I didn't get as much like, pictures as I thought, right? Like, when I asked people, I was like, hey, who, who has sent me a picture? Not many people responded. So it's like, I don't think that's right. So I need to, I'm just going to ask again, because I'm developing pictures, at least by today. And if yours isn't in it, like, I'm sorry, you ain't getting the picture. Like, this is, maybe I'll be nice. I'll go make a second trip, but I really don't want to. I want to do this all at once, because yeah. I haven't even, um, I just, it's oh, hard to do. Sorry about that. The, oh. Did you, did you hear that? No, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. A cool. notification came in on my laptop. No, I thought you. It's heard. okay. Yesterday, when I was recording with Katie, I got a whole ass phone call, and since my MacBook is connected, like with my phone, I it like took me out of Zoom. So I thought, shit, I left, but no, I didn't. It, like, oh, yeah, dodge a bullet there. But okay, so we're just gonna hop right into the questions. I put them on Instagram. I got a few responses because some, quite a few people, or some people, actually watch New Japan, but. Um, not a lot considering I didn't get as much, but at the end, Daniel and I are going to ask each other a question, which apparently we've both had since the idea of doing this came about. So let's yeah. we love that for us. Okay. So first question is thoughts on winning or thoughts on Sonata finally winning a singles belt. I'll let you share your thoughts first. Yeah, it was good to see. It was good to see. It's been overdue for him to, you know, have a proper singles run. So uh, I went into that match not really expecting him to to leave champ, yeah. unfortunately. But yeah, it was a, it was a pleasant surprise. Like it's you, good to see. Say, you thought you were surprised, like shit. Imagine how I was like considering who he'd be. Oh, I yeah. was like, what the hell? I mean, yeah. I I said this yesterday because as of recording, I we I'm, we're recording this right after we recorded our weekly show with um I do with Katie, but. I was so surprised, like not that, that I was upset. Cause again, like you said, it's long overdue and I'm super happy for Sonata. I've said it before. And if you follow me on Instagram, on my story for Wrestle Kingdom, I said he needs a singles title run. 
Yeah. I'm so glad he did it. It's just the fact like I wasn't expecting him to beat Tana, especially I didn't expect Tana's reign to last like this short. It was a really pretty short Yeah, reign. he's he's oh. so he seemed like a such a transitional champion in the last like two, three years. You know what? We're not I'm not gonna comment <laughs> on that, no. <laughs> okay, but I I can I can kind of see that honestly. Like with the Never Open Week Championship, yeah. I feel like same story. I feel like he hasn't really had a nice long proper run. And I hmm. thought you know, maybe with the New Japan Cup coming, I was like, maybe he's got a chance. You know, I know people, especially after Wrestle Kingdom, were saying like, you know, he needs another, at least one more world title run, which obviously I agree. But um, I yeah. think, but ever since they announced Abushi's going to be in the, the tournament, I'm like, well, fuck. Now we know who's winning. I mean, it's obvious who's going to win. Um, but I digress. It's okay. But I'm still super happy for him. But I also took this moment yesterday when we were recording our weekly show that this is another reason why I'm just so bitter about the unification of the IWGP heavyweight and the Intercontinental Championship because that could have been the Intercontinental Championship. If you don't want to push Sonata to get the World Heavyweight title, that's fine. But at least there would be more options than just two titles. At least, you know, with the Intercontinental title, there's a third option and there that could be used for other talent. Like prime example, Hiromu Takahashi, I think should just, I think he's done with the junior division. I don't think he needs to be lingering around there anymore. I've wanted him as a heavyweight for, I don't even know how long. When I started watching New Japan and I went and I started watching like full shows and I had caught up and all. When I saw him, I was going, whoa, this dude's insane. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of clicked with me that this guy's in the junior heavyweights. Yeah, it's it just doesn't Which, like it it worked for a bit, but now it's just like way too long like yeah. he's been in the division. Like it's like if Kenny spent all of his New Japan career in the junior heavyweights, which he should have never even been in the junior heavyweights. That dude is freaking huge. He was never yet. Could no, you imagine like, that, could you imagine Kenny as junior heavyweight champ in twenty eighteen? No, and like even when he had the belt, it was so tiny on him. It's like it was like yeah. the old AEW women's championship, like the little ass belt. That's how it looked on him. That's how it looked on him. Like the junior, the IWGP junior heavyweight title. I was like, yeah, like Kenny needs, because I, I watched Kenny when he was like in the Bullet Club and stuff. So when he won the title, I was like, I was happy. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, oh my God, that belt is like a damn, like it's literally like a yeah. belt, not a title belt, like a belt that you actually wear. Mm -hmm. That's how it looked yeah, on it's him. very small. Yeah. It so, doesn't really look good on, on any of them if you really look at it. It does look to be, way too small. To, maybe just redesign it. Well, maybe just make it bigger since you're not going to bring the heavy no, don't belt back. Redesign it. It's already like I feel like different enough from the guess, heavy. Well, the old heavyweight. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like, I guess because it kind of looks similar to the heavyweight championship, so I could kind of see why you want to keep it smaller since it's the junior one. But now since it looks like the heavyweight belt isn't coming back. Might as well just make it bigger. So much for Okada bringing that back after Wrestle Kingdom. The only thing I can hold on to, which I'm not even going to get my hopes up because it's probably not going to happen, especially after you pretty much acknowledge that the belt is here to stay, is that, um, is that, what's the word? He, um, Ibushi wins. He challenges Okada for the World Heavyweight title. And, you know, they can kind of throw in the stipulation. Okada can finally, like, really confront Kota Ibushi for unifying the titles, which is probably the biggest mistake in New Japan history. And then he can finally, yeah. like, they can do the stipulation. We're like, okay, I'll let you challenge me for the belt. But if you, you win, you get the belt, and you get to keep this heavy world heavyweight title. But if I win, 
were bringing back the IWGP heavyweight title and the Intercontinental title. Like that would probably that would be cool. I would like to see that. Don't yeah. think it's gonna happen, yeah. but that's probably the- no. It's not, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> that's probably but the only. Like- it's probably the only way it could happen and still look like it goes with like the story, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, but back to the back to the original point. We're happy for Sonata. Like we went completely yeah. off track there, but yeah, we're good. Good thoughts for him, even though he beat Tanahashi. It's okay. It's all right. I got over it. Okay. Next question. This one's a hard one because I hate the word all time. There can never really be an all time for me. But anyways, all time okay. favorite NJPW match and why? That is way too fucking hard. That, I can list a few, and I, even again, I wouldn't call them all time because I guess it definitely depends like on how you, I'm feeling. If I feel like watching this match like five times like out of the week, then I'll do it. But then it could be another match another week. It just again, it depends. It depends how you're feeling. It depends. You know, I even like with simpler questions like, "What's your all-time favorite?" This I'm like, like you know, when people ask, "What's your favorite food?" I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, don't ask me yeah. that. It's just something that I probably could never answer, and it'll definitely, it'll be a definite answer. Like, it's gonna stay that answer once you ask me what's my all-time favorite. It's not gonna be that doesn't exist. Hmm. Okay. okay, I'm gonna say top three because, like you said, there's no all-time yeah, top go favorite. On. Go ahead. In in no particular order, Kenny Okada Dominion twenty eighteen. Obviously, that's like yeah, that, that's the match. That is the match. Yeah, for like character reasons, because me being invested in his character and everything. JY Okada <laughs> Kingdom thirteen. Yeah, that's a, that's a yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> um, because that was I think the match that if they were pushing Jay at the time as the guy who like the heel that you don't want to win, but it's kind of well, whether you want him. Yeah. Like whether you want him to lose or not, he's just, he's winning everything. He's beating everyone, the top guys. And yeah. I think it did nothing but great things to have him be Okada somewhat clean in like 14 minutes. Yeah, it was like and, a career or a character making match yeah, for it's like It's like when Hangman beat Minoru Suzuki in the G1. It's like shit that you don't think is going to happen, but you can't really be mad that it happened. And you know, if I'm going to be yeah. honest, at the time I wasn't really upset because again, the Jay White fans didn't fucking exist. <laughs> they didn't exist then. They didn't, they didn't pop out from wherever it is they came from. Like, I swear, like nothing against you because again, I know you love Jay White. You're the only one I could tell tell you to your face about this and you won't even take offense to it but like i feel like without it's kind of like new japan as a whole you know chris jericho went to new japan and he kind of brought the name to north america that's how people really got familiarized with it i think that i think kenny omega kind of did the same thing with jay white does i don't think jay white owes all his credit to kenny omega but i do think kenny does have a major role as to why people know who he is because i noticed yeah. i kind of noticed the growth of jay fans or at least people starting to talk about jay after he turned down kenny's offer to be in the bullet club so mm-hmm. that's and then, then my nightmare came to life and i've hated life ever since <laughs> not really but yeah it's just so back to what i said before the jay white fans just came out of nowhere or or at least I haven't noticed them. Maybe I just wasn't on social media as much. I don't know. But all I know is that back then, I was nowhere near 
as pissed off about Jay White as I am now. Like, again, it's mostly his fans that just really trigger me. Like, it's not even what Jay does. Mm -hmm. It's just his fans. Like, when Jay, you know, when Jay beat Coda for the briefcase, you know, the rights to the briefcase to go to Wrestle Kingdom 15, I wasn't even upset that Jay won. I was just upset because I knew what his fans were going to say. Like, the fans who didn't even watch that happen. I was like, you know what? Whatever. That's mostly what I more concerned about at this point are more like yeah what annoys me more not that he actually wins it it's the fact that his his fans reaction and the worst part they're not even watching what happens they didn't even watch they're just yeah on the website they see it or they see someone else aka me talking about it and then they'll go ahead and say something and you know damn well like you see it firsthand happening (laughs) so yeah um was that your second one or the third one that you mentioned? About- that was the second. Okay, so now your third one. So third, Mox versus Juice Robinson, US title. Oh, yeah. That one's- Mox's first match after leaving WWE. After leaving the Fed. And, yeah, and just seeing Mox get back into like his groove. And because I don't know if you've seen in my story, I just received his book today. Yeah, I saw it. I got it. in the mail. And I've been, that's, been pretty much my whole day <laughs> i haven't put that down but he was talking about it and just like knowing in hindsight how happy he was to be back in the ring doing the kind of matches that he remembered doing that he was best at and all it's just like yeah it was great and then obviously for him to win the u.s title at the end was great as well. yeah especially like his debut after you know his new japan debut he wins the title like that's that's cool yeah. Okay. And it was a day before my birthday, so that was great. Oh, that's that makes it even better. Mox it's like Mox Yeah. (laughs) So for me, I'm gonna do a top five because again, I can't even narrow it down to three. And I might even throw some flowers out there for some other matches, just acknowledge them. Um again, no particular order. And I'm gonna try and avoid the ones that you said, even though the Jay White one would definitely not be on my list. But I'm gonna obviously leave out um Kenyan Okada Dominion because it was kind of an obvious one. That would have definitely been one of mine, but since you already said it. I'll acknowledge it, but I'll just leave it out for the time being, at least just because you said it. Cool. Um, another, like, if this, if that was the singles match, this is the tag team match, Golden Lovers versus Young Bucks. Like, that one is, again, if that, if Ka- Okada and Kenny at Dominion 2018 was the singles match, then this was the tag team match. Like, I would dare say it was better than Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks at Revolution. It, I I think I just I feel like I feel I like watched, I rewatched the Golden Lovers Bucks match the day after Revolution. Yeah. I watched the Bucks Kenny Hangman and then I rewatched the, the Golden just, Lovers Bucks. I feel like there's. I still haven't decided which one is better or which I one. Think I think okay maybe just because I don't know I can see why maybe another day I'll feel different but today I think for the Young Bucks maybe again it's just again a little biased towards New Japan. I just feel like there was a little more like deeper meaning behind the match. You know, I feel like it was a little more dramatic. I feel like, you know, I feel like it just with revolution, especially like it just happened a little too quick. And like, even then, like, even the, like the little promo package, like video package they had before then, like Kenny was already skeptical of Hangman's loyalty. Like he's like, you know, he's already, you know, so there wasn't this full trust with Abushi, you know, that's his right hand man. He was all this trust in him. You know, you de- kind of seems like I would definitely choose him over the Bucks. It, I feel like there was more, 
like history. And I feel like, you know, for example, if Kenny had to choose between the Bucks and Heyman, there's at, he obviously chose the Bucks, you know, as we saw, as we've seen the way things have played out, you know, with Kenny and Hangman, he's definitely chosen yeah. the Bucks. And it probably wasn't a freaking easy ass decision for Kenny. I feel like in, with Kenny and with um, Kenny, I was gonna say Wada, Kenny and Ibushi, different story. I feel like he would choose Ibushi over the Bucks, which is why I think this made it a little more personal. I feel like Hangman was just kind of like yeah. a wild card in this case. Oh, Okada and Ibushi, the Golden Lovers. Yeah, no, I was gonna, it was, it was, I was gonna mistakenly be Okada and Omega. They just make gold oh. in matches, different kind of gold. That everyone loves. There's a hit, the hidden, hidden gem of a spot as well, and that match when Kenny picks up Matt for the, the angel. Yeah. But he kind of hesitates, and Matt put, grabs his hand, puts it back onto his head, and it's like, "Do it, do dude, it, do it. It's, I like, know. it's great, it's so good." That was, yeah, that was amazing. Like, dude, I can't, I'm like, I can't. I won't even go into it. I just that when I watched that, like, I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, I was freaking, I was losing my mind. But um, yeah. so that's match one. <laughs> um, next match, obviously, like kind of like with you, personal bias. Me, kind of a personal bias, but still. Um, Kenny Omega versus Hiroshi Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom thirteen, because um, well, first of all, Tana won that the G one that year. Love to see it. Um, it was a really good match, um, and it was Kenny's last Wrestle Kingdom before leaving and going to AEW. So I kind of. When they first announced AEW that new year, I kind of, like, you know, on New Year's, I kind of knew that Kenny was going to, I was like, all right, can you just spoil the match? You could have done this yeah. afterwards, but okay. Like, you could have announced AEW afterwards, so it could be like, oh, it makes sense now, like, why Kenny lost. Yeah. But he kind of spoiled the match. It was still good, though, and I was so glad Tana won. Um, and, you know, obviously, from that, Kenny went on to be an EVP of you know, one of the hottest wrestling companies in the world. So I feel like it's not just the match, but what came after the match that happened. So there's that. Um, Number three, again, there's just so many to choose from. Um, God damn. Well, I guess, okay, I tried not to keep these too recent because, again, like, I feel like, I don't know, picking recent stuff is a little, like, I don't know. Sometimes you just got to go in the past, if that makes sense for like all time, yeah. but I can't help it. Okay. But I'm just, and I'll explain. Um, Tanahashi versus Kenta this past Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom 16. Let me tell you, cause this is Tanahashi not only won the United States championship, but he did what he kind of like, kind of gave shit to Kenny for when he beat Jericho for, um, or to retain the title, you know, it was like a no DQ match. And Tana was like, you know, why would you have to do that? Like, you know, he's kind of against the whole no DQ matches. He thinks, you know, his mentality is you need to do this shit one-on-one, you know, following the rules. He's kind of a goody two-shoes. He doesn't. So the fact that Tana, not only the night before, he fucking snapped and he got himself disqualified from his first match at Wrestle Kingdom, but he came out of his shell. Like he did stuff that he is, it's out of his comfort zone completely. And he was able to do it, and he did it, I think, pretty damn well, considering he never does it. And he's already, like, 45, you know? He's 45, and he's doing shit he doesn't really – he's not known for doing. 
so with that being said, I'm like, it was really good to see. And then watching, you know, I was stranded in an airport when I was watching it. So watching. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So watching Tanahashi do the highest fly flow from the ladder through the table where Kenta was just bleeding everywhere. Like, it was bad. He was... dude, he fell into that trash can and like, oh, it's like, oh, like I almost screamed in the airport. I'm like, I can't even, re- I can't react like this in an airport. Like I might get kicked out, but it was really cool to see. So there's that. And then again, and, and then I'll, I'll throw, definitely throw it back with um, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, Wrestle Kingdom 10, I believe. That one is a was classic. Nine? Ten, I believe. I think it was, was it ten. Yeah, I could look it up. See, this is Maybe why we, we could look it up. Hold on. AJ style. And that's why. Yeah, because eleven to... was Kenny Okada for the first time when Kenny overtook yeah. AJ. So yeah, what could have been ten? I'm, I'm like, I almost forgot what I was gonna tighten up. Let's see. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom ten in the Tokyo Dome. Okay, yeah. what was the, was what was the Nakamura match at nine? That was. Uh, I'm thinking of a completely different match. Hold on, Let, let's find out. I'm gonna look it up. Wrestle Kingdom, because I know not nine is when Kenny won the IWGP. Junior um, heavyweight, yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What a, what, a, what a good Wrestle Kingdom. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> and, right, I was like, hold on. I'm... He, the double main event, Shinsuke Nakamura successfully. Oh, that's when he beat or re, he, um, ref, I can't talk, retained the IWGP um, Intercontinental Championship against Ibushi. Is that the match you're referring to? Ibushi, that's the one. That, yeah. I was like, yeah. I knew it was there was a big Nakamura match at either yeah. nine or ten. It was one of the main events, like one. Of, yeah. you know they do the double main events, kind of. You know, one mm-hmm. of them's like or a semi main event, I think is what they call it now. Yeah. So yeah, I believe that's what that was. But yeah, that was a good match. Again, good pay per view overall. Yeah. And he great. won the little tiny belt, and then Shinsuke <laughs> beat Kota Ibushi. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then. Um, Last one again. It again. It tomorrow. It might be different, but today these are my top five as far as I can think of right off the top of my head. Um, obviously, I got to go with Jericho versus Omega. Like I have a lot of Kenny matches, but I mean, there's a reason why Kenny's the fucking best in New Japan. So it was definitely like the moment when New Japan. I feel like became heavily known not just in Japan, but like in North America and Europe, like it became a world, like world well-known um, brand, like wrestling promotion. And I think that was really cool to finally see that, you know, because obviously all these WWE fans knew no Chris Jericho. So they're like, so the fact when they saw he's going to go facing Kenny Omega, you know, people may not have known who this Kenny guy was, but now afterwards, you know, I feel like they brought all this, you know, you being one of them, but hey, at least you I'm went one of back these people. And... This was the match that introduced me to to New Japan. Yeah, and at least you admit that though. I see you don't know how many times I see people saying like, "Oh, well, like I, you know, like they, there's like there's like this like she's I think like 17 now, but when she was like 15, 16, she was like t- 
trying to convince people that she watched the Young Bucks during their TNA days. I'm like, you know you fucking... What? Who? This per- I'm not going to say names. There's someone I've seen on Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, someone I've seen on I, Instagram okay. who was like, um, who was trying to convince people that like, when she was like 16 at the time, trying to convince people that she watched the Bucks in their TNA days. Like, I totally know who Generation B was. I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. Like, okay. Like, I don't think most young Buck fans, like, who watched them in New Japan knew who they weren't even, like, you know, it's just one of those moments where you just don't know until they say something. And they're, like, trying to convince people that they've followed them since then. I'm like, that's not fucking yeah. true. Like, if that was the case, then, like, why is your first shirt, like, an AEW shirt? Like, come on now. Like, you would have, I feel like yeah. you would have collected, you know, collected more if you had been a fan that long. I just, I don't know. That's just me, okay? But, like, it, it's so obvious. But then they don't know, like, little things, like, about the Bucks, you know? Like, in their yeah. new pendies. Or, like, even when they would go to Ring of Honor and stuff. So it's just, it's just so obvious. That's not, it's not about the Bucks right now. But, um, my, for, my first New Japan shirt was the, was the Golden Elite t-shirt. Really? Um, yeah, I got it for Chris, the Christmas after that June. It's, it's hard because, like... Um, my dad would never like, you know, it was either Amazon or WWE shop was all like, until it got, like was all my dad would buy from. It wasn't until I got my own money, like my own card, when I could finally start buying stuff for myself. So that's why I was so in love with Hot Topic because they would sell New Japan shirts, like Bullet Club shirts. I got my first Bullet Club shirt there, like the original, like not the original, because obviously we've seen how the original one looks like, but like the classic, you know, the one that everyone knows, the logo that yeah, they have yeah. now. Classic logo. Oh, soldier, yeah. Yeah. And then I got um, my Kenny Omega socks from there. And I got all my Jericho shirts, like New Japan Jericho shirts, I got from Hot Topic. This one, I got um, the the first Alpha Club shirt. I got the other Alpha Club shirt from Hot Topic. Um, the Painmaker shirt from Hot Topic. Um, I feel like there was another one. Um, I got my first Young Buck shirt from Hot Topic because... You know, and I got my Kenny Omega pop doll from Hot Topic because, again, I could only get stuff like with cash at the time until I got my own card and then I would really go back and buy shit. But um, yeah, Jericho versus Omega was like the reason people got to know who Kenny Omega was. Like no one really got to like see what what or who Kenny Omega was and what he could bring to the table, which I think is like incredible now that, you know, because I feel like because of that, that kind of really opened the little crack to like bringing what to aw is you know if that makes sense because i feel like oh, without, sure, yeah. in, intro, without introducing this bigger audience to new japan and kenny omega i feel like there wouldn't be that opportunity to open the door for something big like aw so yeah for sure yeah so for that reason you know that that's got to be my top five and i'll, I'll just get throwing just to get little flowers again i've been watching especially during class i know i probably shouldn't but the lectures are fucking boring um i've been watching a lot of hangman matches from new japan in during class and a lot of yeah. them are a lot of his single matches are during the g1 obviously because you know the g1 is a singles competition but that's, that's another reason why it's just so bittersweet to watch so i'm like look he's doing so well it's like a singles competitor you know um i believe it was against minoru suzuki like he freaking did like um a moonsault like off the stage you know before the match even had like officially started and you know he had his rope and he used to freaking hang people like 
I feel like there was just so much potential for Hangman that could have been yeah. shown. I may, well, and I'm missed because I wasn't around at the time, but I'd like to see, because I went back, I'd like to see the rope come back. I thought it was cool. I, there are so many opportunities, like the Texas death match. I'm like, dude. Yeah. I was like, I actually did think, I thought for a second that he was going to come out. I was expect, half expecting it. Like, bring back the vest, like, the vest, mm-hmm. the rope, like. Come, and the, like, they're in his, the first figure. The rope and the vest came with his, his first yeah, I think figure, right so. there, so yeah, it is there. Yeah, I have, I have him there as well. Yeah, we're <laughs> just like, just turn away from the camera to look at our figures, yeah. Yeah, it does come. That's what you should do. Edit the intro so when your new Japan takeover thing, and then we come on and it's just us like that. Yeah, (laughs) just looking up. Um, But yeah, it did come with the rope. But um, I don't know how true this is. um, But apparently, I can kind of see it. Um, The reason why Hankman stopped using the rope is because someone like tried to use it against him. Like one of the crazy ass fans tried to like. I guess, like, they grabbed the rope. Something. I think that's why he stopped. Did he say in the Being the... Or was it, it was one of the Q&As that it's on the Being the the YouTube. Yeah, I believe so. I think... Like, oh, no, it was, a sad, it was the second one. He wasn't in the first one. Uh, he said... Someone asked him why he stopped using it, and he said he got choked out by Frankie Kazarian. Yeah. I it, don't know if that was just a kayfabe I don't, reason. But yeah, or... that's why... Like, I don't know if that was... Like, again, I saw that. So, like, that could... Like, I don't know if, like... Again, it could be kayfabe, but I don't know if it's yeah. just because... Like, I could have sworn. I read somewhere that, like, he almost got choked out by a fan with the rope. And maybe he just used Frankie Kazarian as the reason. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, who's going to say... Oh, sorry, yeah, cause... sorry, Kaz. No, it's okay. But, like, who's going to, like... Oh, I'm say... saying, like, sorry, Kaz, you're being used. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were saying apologies to me, like, for laughing. I'm like, no, like... Like it's shit happens even to hangman obviously yeah. we've seen that shit always happens to hangman um but yeah i thought he would bring it out at least this one time for the for the texas death match mm-hmm. i also wanted him to use like sharp ass like spurs like on his boots because i'm like it's a texas death match in new jersey so i'm like at least bring some texas with it yeah um, that would have been cool and then or like they i guess it was to prevent him from doing the buckshot you know which he did end up finding a roundabout way to do it anyway like off the that was so whoever came up with that i want to shake their hand because that was great that was so inventive it was probably hangman because if you remember on being the elite when he was staying the hell at home he did he was like doing whatever he was like playing animal crossing he was just watching tv and he was practically he was like wrestling at home like he was doing like he was mm-hmm. in his gear he was doing burpees and then like he does the buckshot off the couch it was like the love seat or something oh yeah about the same height so maybe you it know? was him so, yeah it was like maybe hangman yeah remembered, or maybe someone who remembered that moment probably brought it up to him like you should do this but still love to see it, it was really good but like i thought you yeah, know cool. because the top rope got taken off i was like you know before he even tried the bookshot, i'm like hey man like use the rope that's a rope you can use that <laughs> Like, I'm like, out of context, me trying to, like, have a man use a rope to choke out another man sounds horrible, but in Hangman's yes. case, in wrestling fans' eyes, it's like, yes, let this happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I thought this was going to take, like, I thought we didn't have enough questions. We might have too many at this point, because it's okay. Um, I know I said I'm not going to say names, but I just have to in this case. <laughs> um, this isn't even a question, but I still want to include it, because it's freaking hilarious. Um, Tyson, our friend Tyson, says, tell why Okada is such a god. <laughs> I'm like, that's not a question, but I'll still include it, because I'll acknowledge that Okada is a god. Definitely. 
Yes, yeah. Well, does Tyson loves Kachuma and Okada? <laughs> I don't. He he loves Okada and he absolutely despises the Great Okan. I I know that. Um, I can see why he despises the Great Okan. <laughs> yeah, but um, Okada. He, I mean, I obviously I can see why. Like, dude, he loves Okada. I mean, yeah. I don't see how one would not. Um, uh, also, <laughs> of course, like there's this ongoing joke that Brooke and I have about asking what's an okada because one time we were yeah, on I, someone we were on someone's instagram live and someone asked um so they, they brought up okada um and they're like oh yeah i i think they asked like do you like okada and they're like yeah i do i think he wrestled kenny once and i was like like what once it's like so i'm like are you telling me all the other times were like fever dreams or something yeah that one time he wrestled kenny yeah, that one time i think whatever an Okada is, there's always, except when I said that on Instagram live one time, because Brooke was in the chat, so I said it as a joke, and Tyson thought I was being dead serious, and he almost, I think he was going to murder me in the chat, because I said, what's an Okada? He was like, what? And then he's like, oh, you're joking. I was like, yeah, but we will tell why Okada is such a god, because I feel like, um, I feel like if Kenny Omega wasn't there i feel like okada could definitely like he and i can still see it now he's definitely i feel like have, carrying a big part of new japan right now i feel like you know he's the champion he's the leader and stuff and he's definitely like the new japan wrestler that like people know if that makes sense if you don't watch new japan you definitely heard of okada though you definitely have yeah. kazuchika okada maybe you don't know his first name but maybe you, you've heard of okada at least at the very least you've heard of yeah. okada so we'll acknowledge that. Um, next question. Which AEW star would you like to see compete in the G1? I thought that one was a good one because there's a lot of choices. I mean, there's a lot, but the first name that popped into my head as soon as you said that was Pac. That would be fucking awesome. I want, I want the wee bastard in New Japan. I know Brian I want... Danielson wants to go new to go to New Japan, so it would be cool to see him in the G One. Also, I would want to see Danielson yeah. versus Osprey. I feel like that would be hell of a yeah. match. Um, I just want Abushi versus Pack. No time limit. No DQ. You only win by breaking the other person's neck. Because look at the German suplexes and the way both of those guys land on their heads when taking moves. I know. It's like either win or retire. That was one of those things that, like, use the rope to choke someone out, but, like, to wrestling fans, it sounds different. Yeah. Like, a pack has taken DDTs. He took a paradigm shift once, I think, was it the... I think, remember the tag match with Kenny and Hangman against Mox and Pack. It was one of the very early Dynamites. Yes, I remember that. Um, Mox to... gave Pack the fingers and gave yeah. him the shit. And he threw himself right down onto his head. And like, how have you gotten so far in your career and still maintained a neck? <laughs> how have you not snapped it into? Same with Ibushi. Every German suplex, he lands square on his head. <laughs> I was about to say something, but not only is it inaccurate, but it's not true. Um, I was about to say, if, if I, I guess the landing, his, the way he lands, that kind of applies, that finally came back to bite him in the ass, hence the way he lost the G1. Is that too mean? Like, I didn't want him to win, but not like this. But like, the way he landed... One of these of, days, though, he is, yeah, he's going to land, and he's going to seriously hurt himself. Yeah, I, I'm... 
Well, he already has. Just it might be more severe in this case. I know what you're saying, though. But like, yeah, it's it's, it's already like as in a career threatening. Yeah, I was gonna say injury. I'm gonna say as far as it like getting injured, it's happened already. Like, oh, it's happened. Yeah, but like a very very bad one. Yeah. Oof, I still think of that spot. Remember the power bomb Orange Cassidy gave Pac, where he threw him down onto the back of his neck. I that was a time where I was like, and it's there. It is. It's finally happened. He's landed on his neck, and he didn't get back up this time. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Maybe he's got a strong ass neck. I don't know. Maybe his neck is made of metal. Probably just like working out and all to get his the muscles around his neck so guarded that I it doesn't. Guess. Maybe, but shit, like, you can only do so much. Yeah, even still. Okay, um, so Pac, I said Dan, well, I guess Danielson isn't my pick, I just said, like, he would want to go to New Japan, which it would be cool to see. Um, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think, I, would, I mean, Malachi Black would be pretty cool to see in the G1. I can see him kicking yeah. heads off to the top. I'd like to see Andrade in New Japan. Andrade, that's, at some that's, point. that's another good one. Um, Andrade. Um, uh, trying to think, I'm trying to think of like the hundred plus men Orange that Cassie. they have. Orange Cassie versus Toriano. Go! <laughs> I threw out Orange Cassidy in the G one, and you had to win. <laughs> okay, but tell like that is what they would do though. They're both like. Yeah. They would do that. Like, I'm not even, like, trying to fuck Yeah, they would. It, is, they it would. is the kind of... I just hope Orange Cassidy wins, though. Like... Okay. I so. want Blood Orange for that match. I don't want just Orange Cassidy. I want Blood Orange to come back. Blood Orange. <laughs> I was like, you don't want a Mimosa Mayhem match for that? Where we like, I'm sorry, but like, I guess I get I give props to Chris for trying to like really hype this up. But like, I was like, why? I was like, when they first announced that match, I was like, why? He's come like, up with some great matches over the years. That was not one of them. I know. I was like, like the stadium stampede. I was like, at first, I was like, what the? I'm like, what the hell is like? I was like, really? Well, it was 50 50 like, on that one. Yeah, when they first announced it, I was like, the fuck is a stadium? Like, are you serious? Yeah. I was kind of against it. I was like, that sounds so fucking dumb. But then they, I wasn't they, necessarily against it. I was just going, oh, this could be either really good or really bad. But no, I, like, I just thought the name it's itself great. was like, I was like, oh God. I was like, yeah. it sounded like it was going to be a recipe for disaster. But holy shit, they did. They completely blew my mind. I was like, oh wow, this is not a disaster. It was a really good yeah. match. And then, and then they explained the rules of the Mimosa Mayhem. And I was like, no, please don't do this. Don't do it. I remember, like, I was at a lake house with, uh, we were at a town for Labor Day. We were at a lake house and there were so many people and I was watching on my phone. The Wi-Fi was horrible. So um, I was able for, I don't know, maybe God just was nice to me. I don't know. But like only Kenny and Hangman's match did shit not like buffer or lag or nothing. Like it went so smoothly. I even got good, some good screenshots because of it. But I was like, I was thinking like, like I and I was so tired because we were doing so much. You know, we were at a lake house, so we were doing a lot. So I fell asleep like during like that casino battle royal. Was it a casino battle royal? I don't even know what it was. It was like or a ladder match, or I think it was a ladder match. Um, I, oh, that was the one that Brian Cage. I think it was the one that Brian Cage won. That was a double or nothing. No. Okay, then no. Then the one was it Lance? No. 
Was it Lance Archer? I don't know. I'm trying to think. There was like, again, I fell asleep, just to keep it short, I fell asleep during that and I woke maybe up in the- Maybe it was a battle royal. I don't think there was a ladder match at all out that year. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna, you know what, let me just look it up just because it's going to bother me. But while, yeah. I'm looking at, while I'm looking it up, um, I remember, um, I fell asleep during that match, so I was so tired, but I really wanted to watch the review, but I just could not stay up. I fell asleep, and then I woke up in the middle of the Matt Hardy, um, Sammy Guevara match. I was like, wow. Let me see. Uh, let's see. Uh, it was a 21-man casino battle royal. Determined the next challenger. Lance Archer won by eliminating Eddie Kingston. So... I, I yeah. knew, I was like, I, I knew Archer was in there somewhere, but, yeah. um, but yeah, so I was like, I fell asleep during that, and I woke up in the middle of Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara's match, and then I, and then, where was I going with this? But then, I was going somewhere with this, I completely lost track, um, I don't know. I got lost. Um, about, what was the, the question? Was we were talking about the G1. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to like rekindle like what exactly led up to talking about all out. Um, and well, like I, I got lost. Now we were talking about Pack, and we were talking about Andrade. We were talking about Malachi. You went up to the. Uh, mayhem. Oh! Oh, because you said the Ger the Orange Cassidy and Yano match was yeah, going to be Yeah, it was going to be comedic relief because, like, the most... Yeah. Of, there we go. Now I remember. Yeah, so... Yeah. Now we, we got... We found each other. We found, we found it. There's we got there in the end. Yeah, we got there. Yeah, that's all that matters. But, um... Yeah, we were just, like... It would just be, just to keep it short and going back to the main point, it would, if Orange Cassidy goes in the G1, it's going to be against Toroyano. There would be some sort of comedic relief in there. That's just how it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I wouldn't mind if Orange Cassidy went to New Japan and then beat Toroyano for the um, King of Pro Wrestling trophy. I would just like to see him, like, kind of rub it in his face. Like, by not even rubbing it in his face, just holding up the trophy and just doing the thumbs up thing. I feel like it would piss Toriano off. Exactly. Exactly like that. Okay. Um, next question. Best or favorite best of Super Juniors, best of the Super Juniors match. I feel like there's a lot to yeah. like. Like again, if you want to go and look stuff up, you can. I'm trying to think. Can I just take the easy way out and say Ani Fatra Takahashi? <laughs> I mean, that is a good easy way out, I, especially this last one that he, where he won. And there was one, and I don't think it was this year's, I think it was No, I know, but I'm just, I'm just trying to acknowledge that this year's was really good, yeah. or this past year's. And he did, um, he unfortunately didn't beat El Desperado for the IWGP um, junior, weight champ, junior Heavyweight Championship, which, I mean, if that should tell you anything, like, bring Takahashi to the heavyweight division, just do it, New Japan, make it happen, you know, um... Should have replaced Naito when he got hurt in the G1. I think that would have been cool. He lost the – Naito was out the, after the first match, which he had already lost. So if Takahashi replaced him, it would be kind of like, you know, it wouldn't be really any – like, it would literally just be a placeholder because he wouldn't be starting off with any points he didn't earn because 
Naito already lost the match, the only match he's already done. Instead, they gave freebie points to people that, you know, probably would have lost to Naito. But, um... This is Super Juniors. Do they mean, like, a match that happened during that tournament? Best Super Juniors tournament? Yeah, I think so. I don't think... I don't don't know if they mean that. I don't know if they mean that or best person to win it. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can say whatever. I think I'll go with Takahashi El Desperado. That's a good one. Um, here's um another one that like some people may not know, um, or at least remember. It again, you just gotta go back and watch this shit. That's why it's always good to go back. But um, Prince Devitt in 2013, he won. Like. And it was a good match, good finals, and he came out on top. And it was it was like in 2013. I wasn't watching New Japan then, but I went back and watched it. So, yeah. actually, speaking I'm of Prince back to the, the other question about the favorite matches, I'm going to throw flowers to another match there because you just reminded me of it. Devitt versus Kenny. Yes. When that- Kenny was still the golden lover with the green tights and the bleach blonde hair and everything. Uh-huh. That... That was Chef's Kiss. That's actually a good yeah. one. I'm, I like, I'm, super, I'm glad you brought it up because that was oh, a really it's good. It's so match. underrated. I don't think people bring it up enough. Yeah, I think you're, you're absolutely. And you know, I, I've, I've, I've commented this on Kitty's Instagram. Like, bring back, you know, it's okay. Bring back the green trunks. Just, just one time for us, please. Like, pretty yeah. please, just do it. Or not. Imagine if you did it in like if his last match ever in his career. Like he said, this is my last match. It, if it was against Abushi and he Don't, wore the green. Can you tights. not? Can you not put those thoughts in my head? No. Like, first of all, I don't even want to think of Kenny's last match right now, okay? Like, let's not so, think about it. Sorry, Brooke, if you're watching this back. Oh, Brooke, don't. Just just jump over this. I'll put a trigger warning for you. Yeah. Trigger skip. Warning. Trigger warning. No, skip. I thought you were going to say he's going to come Kenny. out with short hair. I was like, no. Okay, I don't. like. I mean, his short hair's all right, but I definitely love his long hair. Kenny's Kenny with yeah. long hair, something else. Um, I was gonna say something else about Prince Devitt. I watched because again during class when I wasn't when I probably shouldn't be. I watched one of his matches. I'm trying to remember who it was against. Was it? I think it was against Tanahashi. I believe. I think it was, and I think Tanahashi had the Intercontinental Championship. I'm trying to remember. It's because New Japan's been kind of like because celebrate the 50 years. They've been putting new matches on New Japan World, not new matches, but like matches on New Japan World to watch for free. I think. Yeah. And I think that was one of them. I was in class and I was like, let me just go to New Japan World, and it was there. So I was like, well, let me just, I might as well just watch it. And it was really good. Um, I believe Prince beat one. I don't remember. Because again, I was trying to take notes at the same time, so I kind of like have the, the Intercontinental title. I don't think so. I think it was just if I don't, Devitt was never IC champ, was he? I don't think so. I want to no, say so no. Um, he was just junior heavyweight and best of super juniors. Yeah. Which stinks. But I guess because he went to, he did end up leaving 10 XT like in 2014, I believe, so. Yeah. At least was, he made it was at least was it got May twenty fourteen. I think so. I think because AJ took yeah, I was gonna over the night. I was gonna say AJ took over that same year. I think it was, but it's just crazy like how 
at least he brought us Bullet Club. He brought, he made, like, that's mm-hmm. one of the things, like, I guess something like you can never take away from him. Like, maybe he may not have done as much, like, you know, as far as winning the titles and stuff, but hey, he made one of the most well-known factions in the world today. Okay, that was all him. So, there we go. Um, okay, next question. What's your take on the whole Bullet Club storyline right now? I'll let you take over on this one really quick, because you've had theories. This is your the mess that your favorite guy has actually Adam Cole's the one who made this mess, but your favorite guy's taking place in this mess. So I'll let you step, I'll step back and you can just go ahead and say what right, you well, this is now, Well, this has now become a trio, Rochelle. So um, I think, okay, I never, it's a not an unpopular opinion that the good brothers aren't very good. I see a lot online of people saying they don't want the Good Brothers back in AEW and stuff or back in the Bullet Club. This to me in storyline is Jay kind of gaining the trust of the Bucks. I think I said on on my story a few days ago, gaining the trust of the Bucks. You told me about it too, so. Yeah. Bringing the Good Brothers back in and then Cole being like, see, he's great. He's bringing your old friends back in and everything. And the Bucks just hadn't feel to the fire, changing their bio to never really cared for Tana anyway. I know. Um, that was great. That could so, be just them trolling, though. It could be. But, yeah, I think at some point it's going to, the Bucks, Jay, Cole thing is going to explode because Cole is going to... See, I was going to say torn heel, but he's already a heel. Torn on mega, the box. Mega, the boxes. Say, mega heel. Yeah. Kind of like, with, torn, o- kind of like with Owens and Jericho. I guess we're, if anything, it's not a heel turn, but a face turn for the box. Because how do you... Yeah, so I was going like to say, how do you turn someone more heel? More of a heel. Yeah. <laughs> like with Jericho and you're, Owens. You're, yeah, you're a bad guy. You're going to be even more of a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, the Bucks torn a completely face, and we've seen more thing with Hangman now on Dynamite with the Bucks. Uh, okay, I'll let you finish, but then I'll share kind of like my thoughts on something that I wanted to bring regarding what happened last night on Dynamite. <laughs> so this, without going into like the whole story from now till then, I think it's all leading to Kenny versus Cole because Kenny's going to come back and to a shitstorm because Adam Cole came in, brought in Jay, who's one of Kenny's old rivals. And now Jay is after doing Bullet Club shit in different companies. The Bullet Club in Japan is, God knows what's happening with that. Did you see what Jay said on Twitter about the House of Torture? No. Wait, I'm, I'm, he said, I'm hardly on Twitter. So, and again, I don't even, I don't even think I follow Jay on Twitter. So you're going to have to tell me. He said that he laughs because the House of Torture still think they're in Bullet Club. What? Yeah. So I read that and went, okay, at least even in storyline, they're acknowledging the fact that House of Torture is a mess. Damn. Jay, you I was, I was, yeah, I was, kind of happy when evil joined because i thought okay this will give him more of a a thing because he could be good yeah 
uh, I don't, in my opinion, I don't think he's been that great since since his turn. Yeah. And then the House of Torture thing happened, and up until Jay tweeted that, I was saying, this, is, this isn't Bullet Club anymore. These guys are not Bullet Club. They're a completely different, different thing. And Jay and Tomatonga, especially, back when like he kicked the elite out because he was saying to Kenny, like, you want to be the leader of Bullet Club, you gotta act like the leader of Bullet Club. You have to represent Bullet Club. What's this elite shit? So they kicked them out because they didn't think they were Bullet Club anymore. Why hasn't that happened yet with the House of Torture? That's a good question. Um, again, I'm not Jay, never planned to be, but like, so I can't really answer that. But, yeah. but he okay, hates so, them as well. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, um, I feel like House of Torture at this point for a long time should have just been like their own little faction, kind of mm-hmm. like Los Ingobernables, like LIJ. Yeah, it should have never been associated with Bullet Club at all. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like they should just kind of, I think, if anything, especially after that, maybe at this point, they should just leave, like quit while you're ahead. Don't get kicked out, yeah. just leave. So yeah. at least you can hold that power. Like, hey, I, I left. They didn't kick me out. I fucking left. So there's that. I guess to talk about, just to briefly bring up, to, you know, just to acknowledge that. But yeah. um, with um, Jay, it's kind of hard. Because, like, again, this dude is doing shit on AEW. Kind of Masi Menos are more or less on um, New Japan. Because um, he's not really, like... Jay is completely, I feel like, he's like, it's so hard to explain everything at once. So he's technically, yes, he's still under contract with New Japan. So yes, he is a New Japan wrestler, technically, but he's never there anymore. Um, And this, and I'm keeping this in kayfabe. I know there's probably travel restrictions, especially with all the shit going on in the world. It's probably not the safest to travel to Japan currently. Um, So I won't, you know, give him shit for that. Again, it could, again, he probably, it's probably safer for him to be in, North America, yeah. so I'll give him that, okay? I'll, I won't give him shit for that, but this is all keeping a kayfabe right now. So he hasn't really been in New Japan, but he's definitely, you know, he's already made his AEW debut. You know, he's already getting himself mixed up with the Elite, and now he's doing shit in Impact. So this dude's, like, all over the place, really. But um, the thing is, is that at what point, I guess, would you even say, like, I'll, even, I'll say it as a question, not as a statement, do you think he's pretty much doing the same thing that the elite is doing? Because you remember the elite kind of really separated themselves from Bullet Club. They kind of, and that's again, Jay questioning their loyalty or whatever and saying, are you with us? Are you against us? Like, what? Like, and then they got kicked, you know? So you've got to kind of ask yourself, is he kind of doing the same thing with this? You know, like he's hasn't been in Japan. There's still Bullet Club members in Japan. You know, there's, you know, Girls of Destiny. There's, House of um, House of Torture, you know, we still have like, you know, Phantasmo and Taiji Ishimori. There's still a lot of Bullet Club members back in Japan, but now he's forming like his, he's trying to like, you know, as, you're, as we theorize, take over, you know, or like fuck up with the elite and then make his own faction in, you know, bringing more Bullet Club members and in Impact, you know, with the Good Brothers and Chris Bay, um, so he's doing that. So I guess at what point would you want to consider like he's pretty much doing the same thing that the elite is doing, but maybe in a more sadistic kind of way, if that makes sense. Like, you I feel like 
Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think he's doing with the elite what he did with chaos. He's trying to implode he's the elite, but then from the inside, he's yeah. joining the well, the elite. Quote, he's joining. bringing yeah, bringing Bullet Club. I want to say Bullet Club. I mean like Chris Bay, Good Brothers, Impact Bullet Club, Impact Bullet Club, in kind of showing the box. See, I want to work together. I want to, in his words, build Bullet Club the way I see it. And he has said before, he thinks the Bucks, Cole, and all that are Bullet Club. So why can't we all be united over the different companies? Yeah. I think he sees Bullet Club with only one leader being him, if we're keeping, like, staying kayfabe. One leader being him. That's going to work until Kenny comes back. Well, whenever that may not be. So I, it can either, and again, this, I guess you just have to wait and see how it goes. It can either work mm-hmm. extremely well in his favor, yeah. or it can completely just implode and He's just going to turn, up, yeah, turn the up call. in his face. Yeah, torn Cole like, and the box like, against what if, each like, other. Because what if, yeah, not just that. Like, I'm not just talking about the elite. I'm talking about his plan itself. Like, what if it goes against him? Like, what if it kind of, like, backfires? That's what I was trying to look for. Like, what mm-hmm. if, he, you know, while he's trying to, you know, dis dis um, member or dis um, disassemble the elite, at the same time you have people from like Bullet Club or House of Torture calling him out, and then maybe at some point kicking him out, like something like that. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but it's like, you know, I guess Jay's playing a very very risky game, and if it works out, then holy shit, this guy's like an evil genius or a mastermind like you got it and you got you can't you have to wait and see what's going to happen but yeah, at the same time the way i see his character like i was saying to you, he's the evil sociopath who knows exactly what he's doing basically. when he's doing it and if something goes wrong he can't see how it backfired on him it was someone else's fault <laughs> the way he lost that wrestle kingdom against abushi and then when he said he was leaving, he quit. Yeah, like when that promo. gets tough, like he gets going. <laughs> yeah. He said in that, like, freaking out and breaking down, saying it still wasn't my new era and yeah. all this. But then he immediately blamed Ishii beating him with a G1. Mm-hmm. For he was the one piece of the puzzle. Because I lost to him is the reason I lost. No, it's never his fault. Yeah, like the point is you lost. Um, if it lo- if he loses, it's someone else's fault. If he wins, he did everything. Exactly. And um, see, this is why I'm glad I could like notice how I've not gone triggered once over this whole thing. I just called Jay an evil genius. Okay, like you're the only one who I could stay just collected because like we talk about things like civilly, and it's not like you know when I say you know for example when I say you know it's gonna backfire on Jay or a possibility. You don't take it as me just being a hater. You're just saying like yeah that could be a possibility. I just want to acknowledge that really quick. Like holy shit. But anyways, so I get your theory, and I, it seems like a really thought out, and it very well could possibly happen. And I'm not saying this to like completely go against it, but I guess my question is you know first of all. Obviously, I don't know how often Jay's going to show up in AEW. Obviously, that's up to, like, Tony Khan and stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. Keeping a kayfabe here, though. He hasn't been on since... Well, I guess it's only one week. So, I can't really say he hasn't been here. But yeah. um, he was not on this week. But, again, maybe we shouldn't expect him to be on every single week. So, whatever. But... um. 
the, I guess I feel like so much is, especially after last night, so much is, um, or not last night, on Wednesday, because this is being filmed on Friday, um, so much has happened since um, Dynamite. I feel like a lot has happened without his involvement, if that makes any sense. I guess they could do stuff like I'm being the lead or even like do a he said, she said thing to kind of keep it like, yeah, this is all Jay's doing. But I feel like, you know, especially with like Kangman coming out and the Bucks just like, you know, letting him be and just like go ahead, like with Red Dragon. I feel like there's already a lot that's going to happen. Again, they might do something after Revolution. I don't know. But um, I guess I just feel like so much is already happening. And now that, again, it's only been one week, but I feel like so much has happened on Wednesday with like without Jay's involvement that it's kind of, it's going to be hard to kind of make this happen with, you know, Jay being the one behind it. Because I feel like now this is like, what my theory about shit imploding in Jay's face is happening to Adam Cole currently. Like he thinks we're all going to be friends. This is all going to be good. Like, you know, we're all going to be a group and stuff, but it's already exploding. Like he's already having to choose between two sides, you know, like he's already, he's already conflicted and we're just in the beginning. So I can only imagine where they're going to take it, but I wonder how much more of Jay's involvement is going to be actually included. And maybe we have to wait till after Revolution. Maybe, you know, the Bucks cost Adam Cole the championship. Or maybe because, like, they like Red Dragon comes out, tries to cost Hangman the match. Maybe the, I don't know if the Bucks either come to Hangman's aid or something happens where the Bucks and Red Dragon are at it and that, like, distracts him. Something might happen that will cost Adam Cole the title. And maybe, like, again, shit will just keep furthering, like, tumbling down further. But I guess you know if that does happen again where does jay come back into play you know where does it become like oh yeah this was jay's doing because by the looks of it this is all adam cole's doing and i feel like if jay had more involvement with like what's been going on i feel like then it can seem like a little more like yes yeah this was jay's doing this was his plan all along or adam cole fucked up by doing this i feel like we need to like, I guess, I don't know. I feel like since this is all happening so quick and revolutions like in what, two weeks now? I feel like, it, I guess, I don't know. I, I think just, it's, it's not this Sunday. Like it's the one next, next one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I meant. But yeah, I guess I'm just wondering like how it could actually work out in the way you theorize, if that makes any sense. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I thought they tea, I don't know if like, I've seen a few people say it. It could be wrong, but I thought they teased JY Orange Cassidy at Revolution. Did they? And, I, and remember after, after Jay beat Trent oh, on that, Rampage. Okay, that makes Cassidy a little... Cassidy got into the ring. That makes a little more sense. I'm like, why Orange Cassidy of all people? Like, I feel like if Jay's going to go up against someone at a paper... Like, nothing against Orange Cassidy. I just feel like if JY is going to be here competing on an AEW pay-per-view, I think it needs to be against, like... I don't know. Like, someone, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But I wouldn't mind seeing it. Um, I can see, and I know you would hate this because oh, no. you hate Jay, but I can wouldn't be surprised if and again this is just theories this could be completely off i could see revolution ending with like the last shot with the books looking down a hangman and cole flat out in the ring with cole the god brothers chris bay 
all in the ring and Jay holding up the world title. I now, just, hear me out. Yeah, now, I was going to say, I, I'm, I, that does trigger me, but I, will, I think I know where you're going with this. You're not, I know, because you, like, you have a brain. I know you're going to, I know. <laughs> with Jay holding up the title. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if everything's good with him and things work out well and he gets back, Hopefully, by the time they've built ish to Jay Hangman for the title, it won't be like officially announced or like confirmed that this is the direction they're headed. It'll just be teased with like lines back and forth or whatever. Eventually, Hangman will be in the ring doing a promo or whatever. Jay will come out say it's still my something like it, the way he goes on it's still my era everywhere impact new you'll say something like i conquered new japan i conquered impact something like that now I'm and then i'm now i'm coming for your belt to add to my collection something like that and they'll be getting heated and then either the lights will go out or the music will just hit kenny returns gets into the ring hangman kind of leaves or steps aside and basically Kenny says to Jay in however way he's going to say it what are you doing here you're corrupting my friends to turn against each other Mm -hmm. I have an issue with that also and then this will be the kind of the line that will set things up also I haven't beaten you yet as Switchblade or something like, also, you still have a win against me. Something. I think we need to, I think I need to write that wrong kind of thing. Yeah. And then that takes Jay out of the world title thing, because that's not going to happen. <laughs> the fact that people think it's going to, I'm sorry, it's just... No. Okay, the, the match might happen. They might do Hangman Jay for the title. But He's not going to win it. I know. But the, it's still, people think he's going to. I'm just like, what? No, he's not. The only way that would work, as in Jay beating Hangman for the title, the only way that would work is if they did like a CM Punk MJF thing where Jay hit a low blow or something and Hangman being the top babyface of the company, the crowd will cheer and boo and everything. So I could see that potentially happening. Like a low blow, Blade Runner, one, two, three, Jay beats him, he's holding up the title, his music is playing, and then the fans keep saying to the ref, watch the footage back. And then they go to the footage on the Titan Tron. Kind of like what happened with CM Punk and MJF, where like they had to restart the match. Yeah, and then like, and the way they could do it as well would be kind of cool, have the camera on the screen showing the low blow. And then the referee ringing the bell, restarting the match, the camera just on Jay, and then a quick kind of zoom out, like they do with Okada when he yeah. does his, the pose. A quick zoom out, and as it zooms out, Hangman jumps over the ropes, buckshot, and retains. That's the only way I can see Jay holding the AW title. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Yeah, and even then, like, there's, like, I think the match itself would be good enough. I don't think there needs to be this whole, like, oh, you know. Again, and Jay's, like, how we said, Jay's the one who will blame others for his shortcomings. So even if they, like, 
whether he they do like the whole mess where they check the screen and stuff, he will find a way to like shift blame to someone someone else. So yeah. and again, like it, at least I feel like in that regard, it won't really hurt him, especially because he's not even signed with AEW, so it, it shouldn't hurt him anyway. But oh. I don't know, fans are crazy. But um, I was gonna say something else about uh, oh, it was about Kenny returning. So I do agree, it would be cool to see you know Kenny coming back, music hits, whatever he comes back. But like, like how do I put this? Um, he comes back, and you know like how he says he co- calls out Jay for basically ruining everything basically ruining what Kenny has complete, like, kind of built up with the elite. And then, you know, bring up how, yeah, Jay has beaten him, but, like, or he could, like, he could say, like, I've never beaten you. Or he could even say, like, yeah, you've beaten, like, me. But, like, he could say something like, have you ever, like, you've made, be- you've made beaten Kenny Omega, like, the one-winged angel, but you've never beat the cleaner and, like, this is just me fantasizing at this point. Like, the, at yeah. that point, we get that the cleaner from New Japan, you know? Like, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's, like, that's would be, that would be the only way I would accept this, okay? I would accept Jay ruining everything and Kenny coming back to fix it as if Kenny gets to come back as the cleaner and finally get his redemption over Jay. Because if, because Jay can beat the one-wing danger, but can he beat the cleaner? Like, we'll have to find out. Watch it be like a double swerve, and this year ends with the Bullet Club being cleaner. Kenny, the Bucks, Cole, but Chris Bay, the Good Brothers, with Jay as the leader, and all of them are just a heel Bullet Club. Uh, hell no! Don't you bring that shit into my head. No. Or like, reverse it, and Kenny goes back to being leader, and I don't kicks think- Jay out, and Kenny takes the Bullet Club back. I can see, here's the thing though, I think Bullet Club, like, has become too, like, Americanized, if that makes any sense. Like, I feel like it was definitely, like, it was at its best in New Japan. I feel like it, like, and I feel like the more you try to bring it to the United States, try to keep bringing it in, bringing other people, you know, that are not New Japan talent, I feel like it's just not the same. I feel like... I don't know, it just hit a lot different when, you know, they were changing the world as, like, you know, these guys from New Japan who just did not give a shit or respected the culture, like, stuff like that. So, again, I don't know. If it works and if I like it, then I won't complain. But, like, I just feel like, again, I don't think the bull... And I guess another thing is Kenny is way too big of a star to be in a faction. Like, maybe in the Elite, yes, but, like, the Elite was, like, only, like, five people you know i don't really consider the good brothers to be in the elite i never really consider them the elite so like with him the brother should nowhere should be nowhere near the world elite exactly so you know kenny omega the bucks and i guess if you want to throw in adam cole fine um i feel like a small faction again again because again if you throw everyone into the elite then it's not even the elite anymore because it's like i feel like the yeah it's supposed to be like the best of the best and there's only a few of those so i feel like you know but i think bullet club just needs to go back to japan i don't think kenny has any business being the leader again i think he's already had his time 
And again, like Jay can be leader for all I care, but again, I don't think he needs Kenny doesn't need to be the leader. I think he could probably save Bullet Club from Jay, maybe get a new leader out of it, but yeah. I don't think he needs to take over as the leader. I think he's done his time as far as that regard. Uh, okay, so what question were we on? <laughs> I was like, we have completely lost. Where do we see this? Where oh, do we Bullet see Club. the storyline going? Yeah. There we go. Um, this is almost like two hours, but I don't care because it's just so good. It's been it's been really fun <laughs> to talk about New Japan. Um, so next question. Um, Dream Wrestle Kingdom match. There's a lot of dreams out there, but I'll try and keep it short. Is this just within New Japan? Or no, it, it could be anything because it's a dream. So in your dreams. <laughs> like, I would like to see, because again, it apparently was supposed to happen, but obviously it has not. But I would do like not title versus title, winner takes all, not that shit. Just, you know, champion versus champion, just to kind of like, you know, have that happen. Um, Okada versus Hangman. I would love to see that. You know, I, I'm pretty sure people, I've been told, like, oh, Okada's coming. He's going to come at full gear. He's going to come at all out. I'm like, dude, like, Okada has not shown up, like, at all. Every time AW has a pay-per-view now, it's going to end with Okada coming up. I know, right? Like, it's, it doesn't matter. It could be a WWE pay-per-view. Okada's coming. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, you just tell you just keep telling me that. I've already lost all hope. You can... Tell me that funny joke, haha! You got me. Oh, I do believe, I do fully believe it will happen one day, but I know. I guess, oh, I guess because Jay's already been in like North America, but I'm like the fact that it hasn't happened, but Jay's already come to. But I guess because Jay's already been like in with yeah. Impact and stuff, so that that makes a little more sense. But I, the you know, I'm just waiting again. I was hoping it could be for the U.S. title. I guess not anymore. But I'm still waiting for Tana versus Mox. Like they teased that shit to us before all out last year, and we still haven't gotten it. Like, well, you can't just put Hiroshi Tanahashi on AEW television, have Mox calling him out, and then not do anything with that. Okay, like you can't just do that to me. My my one I was gonna say was I don't care if it's for a title, even if it's just a regular singles match, is Okada Mox. That would be dope. I, w- I can't right. see the title be on the line for that. Well, yeah, Mox, I mean, well, that would be great be- if Mox was competing for the, the heavyweight title, but that's the thing. I doubt Mox would be coming out that way. The title, because the use, with being in AEW, there's no way Mox is going to be in Japan enough for a full world title run. And that's exactly, that's ex- another, ex- like, exactly what you said is another reason why i don't see how i don't see why people think that jay even like is gonna you know when people say jay's gonna take hangman's title i'm thinking like he's not even signed and you know he as you know just these last couple weeks has proven he's not gonna be here all the time like at least we've seen hangman like he's been like whether it's a promo whether it's you know i feel like his whole Lance Archer feud, he was getting put through something. He was getting thrown through stairs. He was doing mm-hmm. something, put, getting put through, put through tables, something. But we saw him. He was here almost, I think, like, every week. As Maybe, like, one week he's, you know, like, every so often he'll, he won't be there. But, like, the dude's got a baby, okay? So you got to go be a dad, too. So, you know, but I guess, like, Jay just, not only is he not signed, but he hasn't really, you know, he needs to be consistently there, which I don't even know if that would even happen maybe because of the storyline yes but 
at the same time, you know, there's just also so much other talent that they don't even, sometimes AEW, like, they don't even utilize. So the fact is that, like, right now, they should not have someone who's not even signed winning the title if they're not even being consistently on TV. Yeah, I just realized I'm look, looking at my camera how dark it is for me now. Oh, you're, it's... Yeah, you're fine, though. You're okay. I'm going to say, it's getting late where you are, no? Because it's only, I mean, what time is it? It's Yeah, it's going to be 6 for you. Oh, it's only 6, yeah. It's going to be 11 a.m. Like, you can see, like, you can kind of see from the back. Like, that's my window right there. It's, like, bright as hell. Yeah, well, like, well yeah, I was going to say, when we locked on, I was going to be like, good evening. But I was good like, evening, no, yeah, just good night. Up like an hour ago. I know, I, like, I woke up and just threw this face on. Yeah, okay. Um, two more questions, okay? There's one more, but I think it's because I don't think what people seem to forget, because I, I guess the second time around when I said there was a last chance, I guess people seem to have forgotten that this was supposed to be for us. So one of the questions okay. was favorite Tanahashi match, but I think that was obviously directed towards me because, you know, I love Tanahashi. Well, answer. I mean, I can't just answer, okay? Like, again, there's, I can't, like... Favorite Tanahashi match, it changes, okay? Sometimes yeah. I like watching him versus Kenny. Sometimes I like watching him win the G1. Sometimes I like, it's not even a match, but when he made Jay tap out, like, I just, like, <laughs> I can't just choose, a, like, a match. So I guess currently, I guess, because I have been watching it very, quite often, um, his match versus Kenta at WrestlePenum, it was gold, and I haven't stopped watching it. So that I guess that was my favorite right now. So last two questions. Um, um, I'll save this. Uh, I'll save the, this one for the last. So next question is favorite Okada match. There, we've already kind of talked about Okada. Right, talked about how he's a let's god. Let's not go with the obvious. Let's not go with the obvious and just be Wait, like Kenny. The one, the one time he wrestled Kenny, <laughs> that one yeah, time that he wrestled, one, that, that yeah. one and only single singular time he's wrestled Kenny. Mm -hmm. Okay, we won't go with the obvious. Um. Again, it's just Okada is just, again, like Tyson said, he is a god. I feel like he, he's just, he's brought in so much to New Japan. And I feel like with at least some of like, you know, like yourself, I feel like, I'm not going to speak for you, but I feel like fans like you who, you know, started watching, who may have started watching because of like, you know, Jericho brought, brought the, you know, brought New Japan to light and all around the world. But I feel like fans like you, you know, I can see if Okada is one of the reasons why they still watch, you know, like, because he's just that phenomenal. Um, oh, for sure, yeah. I wouldn't say this is my favorite, but, like, a, a match that I really enjoy watching is the, what, I don't even know if it was the first round. I think it was the first round, like, night one of the G1 with him versus Tanahashi. That one was that was a really good match, and then they almost reached the time limit. I was like, "Oh my god, they're not doing this to us. They're gonna have a tie." But no, Okada came out with the win. I was like, "Shit!" But it was still a really good match. Um, I will get honestly. His match with his both matches with Will Osprey were fucking phenomenal. But I feel like the one um the one at Wrestle Kingdom 15 was also just really good. I watched it while I had COVID and I was really sick, but I didn't want to miss it. So I watched it and I was like, I almost kind of forgot I was sick because I was so mesmerized with how freaking awesome the match was. Yeah, there was a spot in that match. It was a powerbomb that mm -hmm. Osprey gave to Okada. Yeah. And I wouldn't, like, when in the moment when it happened, for like the first few seconds, I wouldn't have been surprised if Okada was concussed because yeah. he slammed him down really hard. Dude, I actually, I verbally actually went in out loud. Oh, yeah, because like, like, geez, that was 
that was a that was a hell of a spot. The fact that he, personally he still went and won the match, but then also uh, the fact that he was still good to go. I was like, how is this dude like not concussed or dead? Really surprised. Yeah. I think um, if I had to pick a favorite besides like the obvious like, the one ones time. I've already talked about, the, yeah, the one time at uh, uh, WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> Oh my god. Probably do you know what? Naito Wrestle Kingdom twelve. That's a that's a good or is... funny enough, Naito again, just recently at the gold series. I was gonna the say last, that. Like I was gonna say that. I was gonna say him. Match. I was gonna say him and Naito can make some magic. I was gonna say like that was gonna yes. bring up that match. I was like, you know, we have that we have Wrestle Kingdom and then we have this time. Really good match. Yeah. Um. And that's why. And that's why I just like again. I thought Okada could bring us back the belt. You know, give Naito back the IC title, which obviously it belongs to him. It was made for Naito. But I digress. Again, I'm telling you that that only the only time it'll work is that if Abushi, you know, at some point challenges him. I'm pretty sure it'll be after he wins the New Japan Cup because it's kind of obvious, you know. And he says the stipulation where, if, you know, for the title, if you win, if if Abushi wins. World Heavyweight Title stays. If Okada wins, then you know, because it, it'll it makes it'll make sense because you know Abushi's the one who unified the titles. Okada was completely against it. It was this actually it was actually the same night um, the earthquake happened that one time when they were in a tag match with Tanahashi and Tana and Okada were kind of like they kind of gave like Abushi some side eye. Like they were kind of like not happy to be in a tag team with him because like they knew that he was trying to unify the titles. They're like really dude. So. Yeah, so Okada was, has been against as well. Like it wasn't even storyline in real life as well. Yeah, I was like, like kayfabe like, aside, everyone they were just like, really? Like I, I yeah. I'm so sad, Daniel. I cannot find the clip where they show the title and Tana's just looking livid. I've never seen Tana like ever since Jay entered his life into a feud. Um, I've never seen Tana look so pissed off. Like never. Like it was again, not until Jay started feuding with him and beat him for the never open weight title. I've seen Tana like looking pissed. I was like, wow. But like, everybody, when they showed that title, Tana was not happy. But I guess when you have so much, when you have so much history with that title, when you've done so much with that title, like, isn't he like one of like the ones who's held it the most of that? Like, when it's like, doesn't he have like one of the most reigns with the, I think it was the heavyweight one, no? Or am I just tripping? I could be wrong. I, 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 he holds some, yeah, I'm, I, there's some sort yeah, of, yeah, he's held it a, a lot. I'm just gonna say, I don't know which title it was, but I know there's, I read it, but there was like, cause I like to go back and read shit, like, especially like history. Um, <clears throat> there's a statistic, Tana, I don't know if it was the IC title, I think it was the heavyweight title where he's held it the most, like one of the most times, I think like eight times or something. I wanna look it hmm. up. Okada would have to be up there now, though, because... Oh, absolutely. Well, because, again, this is what makes it confusing, especially, like, for example, with, like, the WWE title, you know, when people say, oh, you know, like, Ric Flair is a 16-time champion, but I'm, like, people are like, oh, well, with which belt and stuff, I'm, like, oh, like, why? like that's totally yeah. shit like that makes me so confused, and I'm, like, who fucking cares? But I guess, so, again, in that regard, do you want to consider, like, the World Heavyweight title as included? I guess because it's the biggest title you could, but, like... Held. I mean, just because of what it looks like, I don't want to. <laughs> I remember I was so disgusted when they unveiled that title. I woke up stupid fucking early just to watch that. I was like, wow. 
I hope they don't give me the world heavyweight because that's not the title I'm asking about. Times. Yeah, Hiroshi Tanahashi held the record for most reigns with eight. So eight reigns. I don't know how many Okada has had. I'll have to go back and check. Okada's held the record for the biggest reign in the title's history at 720 days during his fourth reign, which he successfully defended the title 12 times, more defensive than any other title holder. Shit. Yeah, that was the, the V12 thing. Yeah. I'm going to say. But it was just kind of like for anyone who was like unfamiliar. <laughs> okay, yeah. so last question. And actually, it's the last question that was asked, but we still have our questions for each other. Like, I'm not forgetting about that. I still got my question. You still got yours. So let me, last one. Um, first New Japan you've ever watched. I don't know if they mean match or just the first time you've ever watched New Japan, which honestly, I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Um, I, I, I will say this. It was around a little bit after AJ took over as the leader of Bullet Club because um, I would watch AJ when I got into wrestling, I didn't know, like, you know, I was a child or almost like pretty much a child. Yeah. When you're like a teen, you're a fucking child. Like preteens are children. Okay. Um, but when you look stuff up online, like I thought it was kind of all the same. I didn't realize there was different companies at the time. So I saw, I came across TNA on accident because I thought, you know, all wrestling was the same and I saw AJ and then that's when I got into AJ. So I would watch TNA mostly for AJ there were still other good matches, you know, like Samoa Joe's did really well in TNA and stuff, you know, but um, it was mostly for eight. Whoever they were. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> whoever those idiots were. Um, yeah, it was mostly for AJ. And then all of a sudden, he just was gone. I was like, where the hell did AJ go? It's like AJ disappeared. And so I kind of, I Googled it. And then that's, I was like, oh, it was a different wrestling company. Like AJ goes to New Japan. I was like, fuck is New Japan? And so I started, um, I kind of started looking it up and then you, I realized you gotta like, you gotta pay for like channels you gotta pay for, you know, New Japan World. So I was like, shit. So um, I ended up watching through a family friend and now I was like, and then that's how I got into Bullet Club and that's how I um, got into Kenny. So it, it all started from there. So I guess you could say I started watching New Japan when I discovered that AJ had gone missing and he was not dead. So I had to go find him wherever he went. So that's how I started watching New Japan. I don't remember which match specifically though. It was my first match. First match I saw, I was saying it earlier, was Kenny Jericho. Really good match. I could... Cause, yeah, because I had read about, as you were saying, but like fans who aren't familiar, I was reading about this Kenny Omega guy who beat Chris Jericho in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, well, if Jericho went over there, it must be, it must be good. Yeah. So I watched that match and that's where my thing for, I became a Kenny fan. But then I went, oh, I wonder what else this company has. Exactly. So I went that, back and watched yeah, so I went back and watched that entire Wrestle Kingdom 12 and was like, ooh, I like this. So, yeah, I watched it from there. So, match 12. And then if you want to say, like, whole show, if you count going back and watching Wrestle Kingdom 12, the whole thing. 
So when yeah. did you become a JY fan? That's not my question to you. I'm just curious. Like, when did you start liking JY? Because, yeah, his first match as Switchblade was against Tana at Wrestle Kingdom 12. So, so I saw, you... yeah, I saw that match. And I think, like, even I would have made me being a big J fan, that match wasn't the best because you could just tell Jay was not used to the new character yet or the new kind of moveset yet. Again, and again, and like, I didn't. I was, yeah, I was looking at him going, okay, this guy is good. But he just seemed so off. And when I read and kind of went back, I was like, oh, okay, that he just had just gotten a new character. But he had been kind of on my radar since his first match of Switchblade. Yeah, and, I, and I get that. And then but since then, it, it was just, I watched him more and more as yeah. I kept and even, watching. Again, it wasn't the best. Obviously, he was kind of lost in his character, if you will. Like, mm. he, would, he didn't find himself, if that makes sense. Yeah. So... I, and again, I didn't give him shit because again, it's not like I hate him like the Jay White, the person. I kind of felt bad. I was like, this poor guy's totally lost. But yeah. But again, like, um, I didn't give him shit because again, I had honestly, if you want me to be honest, I tried liking him. Okay, because especially because you know he joined Chaos and then he ended up taking over Bullet Club. I know I didn't like when he um, rejected the offer from Kenny, and you know, freaking beat his ass and stuff like what the hell <laughs> but um i didn't have a reason to hate him you know because i know it's okay to like the heels you know obviously you know yeah but um that being said i was like i really um i really like i tried but then again the fans started coming and i was like i can't it's kind of like with sasha banks i tried but the fans are just too much i just i can't i just cannot with the fans so i'm like i don't want to be associated or part of this group i'm like it's like that just gives such a no offense it just gives such a bad rep. and you know this you know this like it gives such a bad rep for people like you who actually like him and who actually freaking follow him and have been following him and actually watch what he does so it's just crazy i i don't know so like it, I saw the other day, you liked one of my comments from like back in 2018. I commented on his post. Yeah, I was, I was scrolling through. Yeah. I was scrolling through his profile, looking for like pictures for edits. And you saw. So me. that's how I saw that, and I seen. <laughs> yeah, you saw. You liked it, and I'm like, yeah. I was like, what? I saw. I got the notification. I'm like, what comment is this? I'm like, I don't remember making this comment. And I went back. I was like, oh shit. I'm like, this is yeah. this is old. And that's when I tried to like him. I, I tried, but I just couldn't. I'm like, especially because of the fans. I'm like, I just, so anyone who thinks I just have some random vendetta against him, that's not, that's not the case. Yeah, that thing you were talking about there with, well, not torn on Kenny, but rejecting the offer to join Bullet Club. That was the kind of, and I know this was the night after it was New Year's Dash, but that was when I kind of was more in, interested in him. Because I went, oh, if they're going to, because I've just been introduced to this company. As far as I know, this guy, being Kenny, is the top gaijin. And now they've just had this guy torn him down in the club that is meant to be the biggest club of this company. So he must be doing something right. And that's when I kind of became invested more into it. And then I went back and watched it. To pinpoint an exact moment, I kind of went, I like this guy. Because like you were saying, it's it's okay to cheer the heels. I rewatched the press conference 
I think it was a was it before or after Wrestle Kingdom when Jay joined Chaos? It was after, but I could be wrong. After. And also, it's remember hard because he said, so, so much stuff just kind of becomes a blur. You got to try and remember what happened yeah. when. Yeah, he said to Okada, he torn like he turned him in the chair and was like, "I'm doing. Let me make it very clear. I'm doing this whole arrangement because it benefits me. It's gonna help me get to where I want to be." But the day is going to come where you, me and you, our paths are going to cross. And that made me kind of go, oh, I like this dude because oh, he knows what he wants. It was, and, and, it was moments, and it was moments like that where I'm like, okay, I think I can get behind this guy. But again, yeah. it's just... And it was like, oh, like you, how many times have you seen in wrestling someone using the top guy to get to the top themselves? But what struck me was this guy just told Okada to his face that this is what he was doing. Yeah, like Kazuchika Okada, of all people, you know? Yeah, and he turned to him and basically, in short way of saying it, basically turned around and said, one of these days I'm going to betray you and we're going to fight. Yeah, like he straight up and said I was that. Like, this guy, this guy is good. His character is good. I like this. And then, yeah, since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and get, again, just anyway, I feel like I always have to repeat myself, but I feel like if I don't, like it's bound to be a disaster for me. Like, I, first of all, anything I might say about JY is never a personal attack against his fans. Go ahead and like him. I don't fucking care, okay? I don't care if you like him, okay? I don't, I just, it's just like you shouldn't care that I don't like him. I feel like I'm talking, like, I'm a, I'm a broken record at this point, but Daniel is, like, sees it firsthand, because he follows me on Instagram where I'm the most active, and he sees what I, like, how much shit I get for just not liking him, and it's, like, it's not that deep. Like, imagine if I got so pissed and took it so personal for every single person that doesn't like Kenny and gives him so much shit. Like, oh my god, like, I would be like, so grumpy. I would be such a miserable person if I took every insult against Kenny as a personal attack as a fan. And that's not the case. I've said it before that, like, if something horrible were to happen to Jay in real life, if some, like, if a family member or something happens to him, a family member, I would be devastated for him because no one deserves to go through that. It is nothing against him as a person, as I think his actual name is Jay White. No, like, um, as Jay White, like, yeah, Jamie. Yeah, well, whatever. It's still, it's still Jay. He's still yeah. Jay technically. Kind of like how Matt yeah. and Nick are not like they're Matthew and Nicholas, but yeah, still yeah. Matt and Nick. But yeah, I would be devastated for him, and I would send my thoughts and prayers to him if something happened to him or like someone he loves or something personal is going on in real life. There's nothing mm-hmm. like. And so, and people think that because I don't like his character or like him as a wrestler, they think that I just absolutely want him dead or something. And that's not the case. And I wish some people would just realize that. And like, just like, you're free to talk about how much you don't like, I mean, how much you like him. I'm free to talk about how much I don't like him. It shouldn't have to be, you know, and again, that's just another reason why, like, I just couldn't be a fan no matter how much I tried. Not just because I don't really enjoy him that much as a wrestler, but like it's fans. I can't even say like, oh, you know, oh, haha, Jay, you know, got, you know, put in the Jay tap out as Tana called it. Cause then no, all of a sudden I'm a bitch. I'm like, I get so much shit for it. And Daniel's seen it firsthand and it's so annoying. But again, it's nothing personal. So just chill, take it easy. Okay. Like we, 
Or at least I live, we, most of us, Daniel, sorry, live in America. We have the freedom of speech. We can say whatever the hell we want, okay? About whoever we want. So I just wanted to put that out there. So now really quick. I'm just going to step out of the screen for two seconds. I can still hear you. Okay. I'm just going to turn on a light because it's, it's like getting you, that way thing too was bothering you earlier. Yeah, I know. I'm seeing myself on it. Just like I'm slowly. Just slowly fading away in the darkness. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, that's fine. But yeah, just, just to kind of briefly state that I tried being a J fan and it's just I couldn't because of his fans that constantly. Ah, let there be light. Okay. I know, right? His fans that constantly like to see anything I say against him as an insult to them personally i'm like it's not the case okay if you said that hangman sucks i'm not gonna say that as an i'm not gonna take that as an insult against me and if you know me you know i fucking love hangman okay so it's not that deep so just putting that out there okay it's okay to hate someone or not even hate hate's not even i don't even hate the guy that's the thing hate is such a strong word i just don't like him so to anyone like so i don't hate the guy i just don't like him okay so just leave me alone. This is all I, got, I really got to say. Like, okay. You do one of these whole one-hour shows one week just by yourself, just cutting promos on JFans. Oh my god, I would get murdered, like verbally murdered. Like, I get so I can't even say Hangman's gonna retain against Jay if he challenges from the title without getting shit for it. So no, I'm like that's like that's like a suicide. But um. <laughs> Yeah, and again, it does, and it doesn't help when a lot of these, y'all these quotes fans, like to get on me for how much I don't like him. When I've at least, at least I have some valid, valid, I can't even say it, validity uh, for my opinion. Considering I have watched so much Jay White in my life for years, not by choice, but just because he just happens to be on this company, I really like to watch. So. I've watched a lot of Jay White where I feel like I can solidify my opinion without getting shit for it. So you can say whatever, especially from the fans who have not nearly watched as much Jay White as I have, as someone who doesn't like him. And at least someone who's tried to like him. So whatever, you can go ahead and just see what I post and then make a statement about it to make it look like you watch Jay and keep up with him. I don't care. I don't care. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Daniel, like, the G, when, when Jay won the rights to the G1, I was pretty pissed, okay? Like, I was like, really? You know, like, I was like, of course he cheated. I said he took the easy way out. I called him a coward. I said he was going to regret it at Wrestle Kingdom. Whatever. And of course, I got so much shit for it. People were saying, like, you know, say, like, people took what I said, took the same screenshot, like, I'm not even joking, screenshot my story, like, cropped the little, the little article that I had screenshot or the pictures and then talk about what they had to say in favor of jay i'm like really like why don't you go watch it yourself you know i i feel like had i not said or the picture wasn't jay with his feet on the ropes like had i not said that he lost you know not clean you know it was like you know obviously he did some heel shit they would have said oh my god i'm so happy he did it all by himself they probably would have pulled some shit out of their ass but of course, since I said he cheated, they were like, oh my God, I guess some people forget how heels work. I'm like, I don't give a shit how heels work. I still have, I'm entitled to my own opinion. I, re I realize that that's what heels do. I just don't like the guy. So I'm of course going to say that. And, but no, you can go ahead, take screenshots from my story and say you're a little opinion or see what I have to say and then share your opinion like you actually went and watched the damn thing. 
I digress, I digress. So, um, hold on, sorry. Um, oh shit, okay, sorry, it's because I got, I have Twitter notifications for the Bucks and apparently there's gonna be a huge announcement. AEW live event announcement. Notification for Bucks as well. Um, huge AEW live event announcement on Mondays being the elite. Shit. Okay. Well, luckily I watched during class. So, um, please be UK show. Please be UK show. Please be UK show. They're going to Australia. No, I'm just kidding. They're going to Canada. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Canada first, but they do need to do a UK show at some point, which is why I really never understood why they're trying, like when Cody was like doing this shit against Anthony Ogogo, he was trash in the UK. I'm like, this is the same country you're trying to get to. Why are you trash in the whole country? What, this is not here or there. We're talking about New Japan. This is Japan. But anyways, so now we're like, I think about two hours in, right? It doesn't matter. I don't care. Around thought, yeah. Yeah, this doesn't matter. This is this is this is the joy of Q and A's and getting to talk about New Japan. So we're gonna have we now have a question for each other, and I'll let you go first. So okay. hit me. What's your question for me? So as we know, yeah, Devitt was kicked out of the Bullet Club because <laughs> he left for WWE. Yeah, AJ was written off out of the Bullet Club. But he, he left. Te- I was gonna to say, but, to he, but he technically, but I was gonna say, but he technically got kicked. <laughs> he, like in yeah, he got kicked. He got, in the he got kicked. Yeah, but they were written off the show because they were going to WWE. Yeah. So my question is, what do you think would have happened if what we saw had have played out the way it did, but Deva and AJ stayed after being kicked out? Oh shit! Um, if they so the books torn on Devitt, kick him out of Bullet Club, but Devitt never leaves. He always he just stays. Same with AJ. So, I feel like, well, first of all, I feel like Devitt would probably just because this this happened like two years apart. I want to say because Devitt was twenty fourteen, and AJ was twenty sixteen. So it was about two years apart. AJ was New Year's Dash 2016, right? After yeah. yes, it was yeah. it was right like right because he was he especially a good way to reference is he debuted that same month at the Royal Rumble. So that's the same he did same time he got kicked out. And I'm like, damn AJ going places getting kicked out of the bullet club, just <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, so I feel like DeVee probably would have gone on to probably do his own thing maybe win like a singles title like maybe not just the junior heavyweight i could see him maybe winning like you know maybe the intercontinental championship maybe even like the never open weight championship i don't know um but i feel like he would have stayed like just kind of doing his own thing i feel like he would have been betrayed i can kind of even see him joining joining chaos with okada i can kind of see that um yeah so, but I feel like after AJ, if AJ would have um, stayed despite being kicked from the Bullet Club, I feel like uh, 
him and David probably would have joined together because I, despite it, it would be one of those moments where they're gonna join together, but in the beginning it's very like yeah, it, it seems unlikely because they just can't get along. You know, David would probably throw it back in AJ's face that you because of you I got kicked from the from the faction I made. And then, you know, but with AJ, it's like, you know, well, hey, just got to You got to get over it. You know, I just, I now know it. Like, I got the same treatment also. So I could see them trying to figure out a way to come together to try to combat the elite. But um, again, this is all like what could have been. But then, like, for example, if we take it as far as, you know, the elite getting kicked out of the Bullet Club would, and if they stayed, you know, not going on to make AEW, would have maybe would you incorporate AJ and Devit into the elite maybe to kind of combat the bullet the bullet club? I can see that working, yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. I just got I need to go vote. I'm <laughs> like we uh I'll I'll talk about this after we're done recording. There's just so much shit going on right now in, in Texas. But, um, but yeah. So yeah, I could kind of see if they never left. I could see something like that happening, or like I said, I could see Davie joining Chaos. I just I don't know why. I just kind of kind of see it. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Well, like, what I want to see what your take is. You were the one who came up with the question, so I figured you'd have an answer. Yeah, I think that will go on a singles run away from a faction. Probably IC title. US title wasn't around at the time, so we wouldn't be going for that. So, yeah, I'd see him going into a proper like IC title run. AJ, I think, would hang around the kind of main event scene with like Okada and I think, but you would still have the bad blood with Kenny and the elite and that oh, yeah. Kenny AJ would inevitably happen at some point down the line there. Uh, what could have happened, like heck, Deva AJ probably would have happened down the line going back. For well, we did eventually get in WWE, but I definitely think it would have hit different if it was yeah. in New Japan. But also, it just it doesn't help that all this happened within the span of like two weeks. Like AJ got kicked and then he got he debuted in the Rumble, so there was no literally there was no chance. Unless you do like some WWE shit, like where you do it on like the next week, where like you can build a story, build a feud, and then have a match. Like if AJ wouldn't have debuted at the Rumble, if he would have stayed for a bit, we could have at least seen Kenny versus AJ, like at the next pay per view or like the next special event, something. I thought the list of Wrestle Kingdom Dream matches. Yeah, for sure, Kenny versus AJ. But now they're both now they're both out of New Japan. And I, we're still waiting for Devil Sky to come back. One could dream. That's why I want Kenny to come back as the cleaner. Like, I want Devil Sky back. Like, please I, Yeah, that. that's how I want him to come back. I want the lights to, to go out. I want the lights to go out. I want the beginning of Devil Sky to start playing. And then, like, when the main part of his theme starts, you know what I'm talking about? Like, the main part of the theme song yeah. starts. He yeah. rises from the ground like Cody, but so much cooler. <laughs> like, with the fog machines and, like, and, like I... The black trunks, the hair, the long hair, the the aviators, not the little tiny IWGP Junior heavyweight belt. 
A broom? I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but I think it would kind of... Imagine if he just had the belt for some reason and it was never explained why. (laughs) If I wasn't trying to have Kenny be very serious, that would be super funny, but no. Like, he never, he never, no one acknowledged it. He just always brought it out with him in matches, but he just never, he pretended it wasn't there. (laughs) Yeah, or like, he likes, people will ask him, well, why'd you do it? And he wouldn't answer, never. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So now question for me yes it's kind of more like a question specifically for you and again i've had this since we first thought and honestly i've had this question for a while and i don't think i've ever asked you so okay, okay. <laughs> i you obvious it's no secret you obviously like to give hiroshi tanashi a lot of shit because of me obviously to get under quote under my skin you really don't it's all in good fun we could joke around like this it's cool and it's, it's really entertaining for me, at least. I know it's entertaining for you, too. But <laughs> is this, quote, hate for Tanahashi because I, just specifically because I like him, or do you actually have something against him? Or do you actually quite enjoy Tanahashi? You just... Is that the question? Yeah. Oh, no, I, it's just because you, you like him. <laughs> that's it. That's literally it. So if, yeah. I, if, I, if, there, if this, like, obsession, if you will, wasn't there, you probably would not give as much shit to him as you do. No, because it's just to, because you don't like Jay, I just, I just want to poke fun at your guy. It just so happened that it was right before they started feuding that we started talking. So it was like perfect coincidence. Yeah. So I just wanted to poke fun back at your guy. Okay. And it just happened to be Tana. That could have been literally anyone. And I would have. So like if it was like Okada. Yeah. I would have been saying like it was Toriyama, it would not even have to be fake. It wouldn't have to be. I just. I should have. I should have told you when you asked me to do this. I should have said on one condition is that that name is not mentioned. Uh, so I've mentioned him like at least four different times. Oops. My I didn't sign. Time. I didn't sign up for Yano Talk when I logged on to you this. You don't want to buy his DVD or whatever it is. <laughs> you know. I bet. You know. I bet it's not even on Blu-ray. That'd be a shit DVD. <laughs> I'm genuinely again. I really want to go to Japan. Obviously, not just to go watch the product, but like I would. I'm genuinely curious. Like, I bought a DVD. Like I would make. I would even make one of those YouTube videos. I bought Toriyano's DVD so you didn't have to, <laughs> or so you don't have to, <laughs> and I would react to it. We would. We could react to it. To, we could react to it together. I'll put it on for both uh, of there, us. There, there, there is a stream. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be freaking hilarious. And then, oh my god, we, I would have to bring Brooke on. I would have to. Like, I want to try. Get Brooke. I you should try. get Brooke for one of these shows. I really want to try, and I was really, I really want to try and do like kind of like what we did, but with the three of us. I feel like we could do a mm-hmm. lot more. We this would probably be more than two hours for sure. But um, yeah, I just okay. I need to. Find, it's because it's hard for her because her schedule is really hard to get on like she could like so, she's joined my life like we actually went live together like only once and even then like she was kind of getting like bothered in the background so i was like all right and like she says her wi-fi is just the worst so i would feel bad as she would feel bad that you know that you know her, the wi-fi is cutting out and stuff which wouldn't be a problem at all i really wouldn't mind because at the end of the day it would be cool to talk to her and stuff but yeah, I would definitely want to try to get her on. But yeah, even if it was just the, for the three of us to watch Toru Yano's DVD, like, please, that would be freaking hilarious. Yeah, I'd like, like what? Like, what else does he sell? Like, he sells his DVD, he shows off the trophy, he tries to sell, like, pictures, I think. 
of himself or something. I think it's some type of pictures or like photo book or something. Something. I always see a picture of himself. I don't know what exactly yeah. it is though. But what if I'd like to see the reason I'd like to see Brooke on one of these because we've I've talked to her a lot of times like messages about like theories and stuff about Kenny and things like that. And I'd like to see like a more talk about more in depth about yeah, she's talked to me things. too about them, but again, she hasn't even really been active on Insta, so I, and again, I don't know what's going on, so I'm like, I just... Yeah. So, but again, if that, we were able to get Brooke on, that'd be fucking great, so... Like, I would just be like, hilarious as well. Oh, that yes, would it would. Oh, you would get torn to shreds, because <laughs> we both don't like Jay. So, I know. Anyway... All right, so um, I think that about wraps it up. That took a lot. I thought we weren't gonna have enough questions. Little did I know this took a lot longer than I thought. But I'm not. I'm not even mad about it. I'm actually really glad that we got nice lengthy time out of this. But um, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Unscripted Paradigm. Yeah, he makes really cool edits. He made me a ton of edit one time, and it was so nice. That's why I was like, you know what? I just gotta ask. Do you really? You're, I guess. That ton of edit that you're talking about was I got a new editing app. It's like an extension of the ones I already use, and I had just downloaded, it, and that was the first one I made oh. with that app. It was like oh, the, I... you know, the chroma background with all the colors and everything. Yeah. So I was like, I want to test this out. So. It was really yeah, cool. I, really liked it. I was really upset when you know, you know, I was like shit was going down and like you made the edit. I was like, that's so nice. And like you only DT'd me. I was like, oh my god, you didn't even DT like the norm, you know, like Emily and Brooke, Jaylee. I was like, oh my god, it was just for me. So I was like, it was really special. I really loved it. So yeah, you can check it I out. I just copy and paste that now every time I go to DTs. I just oh, copy I and paste all of your yeah. ads. Yeah. Hey, it's sometimes just what you gotta do. Why type everything out? But yeah, no, I did I did purposely just DTU because one it was Tana. But you other people think, Tana Yeah, but like specifically because like what was going on? Yeah. Only J Fan to do it. So see it. I was posting I was posting a Tana edit. I'll just you know I'll tag Savannah. Oh so nice. Again, this is the only J Fan who will do it. Um <laughs> there's a J edit coming next of him blade running Tana, so that'll be great. And I'm just gonna DT and I'm just gonna DT you again. No one else is just gonna oh my God. You. you're gonna get tagged in a post. You're just gonna say unscripted power and tagged you in a post and you're gonna yeah. click on it and it'll just be Tana. You and like you and like a couple other people are the reason why I even did J merch picks, but I archived them because one of the people I tagged I'm no longer talking to, so I just don't wanna be reminded anymore. So I had okay. I just archived it. But yeah, I was like, only Daniel was one of the main reasons why I would ever do J picks. And even then, I didn't use a J shirt. I just did a J makeup look. I when wore you, the bullet when club you posted shirt. the story of like your nails with the, the with slashes. The, I think came it. out better than I thought. I have pretty shaky yeah, hands. Yeah, that was very good. But Thanks, when you posted so like, that story and you were like, if you know what's coming, I saw that and I just went to myself. <laughs> you started. <laughs> it's finally happening. Cynical laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Evil villain laugh. Exactly, because like, or Q Seth Rollins evil laugh like that. Yeah, intensifies. Exactly, because I was like, I, I, I just wanted to get it over with at that point, and I like, I, I, I'm gonna really try and start like my Bucks nails. I'm gonna really start trying to do my nails to match my merch picks. It's just hard though, because I got to do it at least with two days ahead 
and that's and I try to post once a week so I'm like that's me, that's me painting my nails once a week that's actually a lot harder than it seems especially when I want to do something like this but well, anyways <laughs> so that's where you can find Daniel um unscripted paradigm on Twitter and on Instagram I'll even you know when I edit this I'll even put like I'll put the actual name so you could go find it yourself and then you can find me at y2garcia with an underscore if there's no underscore it's not me people have actually made that mistake so yes i have to say with the underscore um you can find me on twitter and on instagram i'm mostly on instagram i'm hardly ever on twitter unless it's to reply to hangman or kenny i feel like that's the only two people i ever interact with on twitter at this point i don't care yeah if i ever well, see a tweet yeah, it's usually about either the books, Kenny or Hangman. Yeah, mostly Hangman though. I've noticed I just kind of like I, I will comment on Kenny's post, but maybe not so much reply to his tweets anymore. Just because again, just um, so many Twitter's just so toxic, and I feel like with Hangman, I don't get shit for anything. Like yeah. Kenny fans. That's why I only post like the odd edit here and there on Twitter because it's yeah. it's the it's the worst platform when it comes oh, to like. Yeah this year so that's why it's like one every so often that's why like i really talk about my dislike for jay on instagram only because i do get shit for it but i know it's nowhere near as bad as it if you posted the stuff you post on twitter oh absolutely not i'd be probably not here yeah (laughs) that's why when like i'm posting ads and stuff i just do it more on instagram so yeah exactly so yeah that's where you can find me mostly on instagram and if you want to check this out we're um can go to youtube.com slash elite showcase we're still trying to get that custom url so please subscribe if you haven't and um you can also check all of us out on youtube um we're also on like apple podcasts um spotify um a lot of other stuff that i i'm not as good at this as katie is as you can clearly tell but you can go to her twitter um at katie wrestling 13 i'll leave a little Thing up here for you if you're watching but you can find her the link tree in her bio and you can see all things Sheila showcase where you can check us out because again i'm not good at promoting us sorry katie but yeah you can check us out but until then i'll see you in the next episode hopefully it's with daniel i want to try and get daniel on here as often as possible but it is hard to do it with the time difference and then also we're both in school so it's a little hard but we'll if we've managed now we can manage again at some point i'm sure yeah. yeah, I'm sure people people watching from the start to like 20 minutes ago, it just progressively got more and more dark. Yeah, as it just got lighter. <laughs> uh, here. And it's only getting brighter here and hotter. Like I might, I should have turned up yeah. my fan, but it's okay. All right, but until then, I'll see you. Well, in... any time I can hop on, yeah. I'll for sure. And again, I'm gonna try and get Brooke. I would really love to get the three of us. I feel like we're the dynamic trio of New Japan and the wrestling and the wrestling community of that. I am. In on Instagram at least because I know there's a bigger community out there, but I mean the community that I'm in, that we're in. I feel like we're like the yeah. dynamic trio. I'll even try and bring Tyson on. Who knows? But again, we just got to try and get all the schedules to work. So, yeah. Well, we'll have to see. But until then, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Bye.